Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of the Personal Growth Project podcast, your one-stop shop for up-leveling your life. My name is Abigail Lang, and I am a full-time student, content creator, freelance video editor, writer, and motivational speaker. I'm here to help you grow into the life you've always wanted to have, so let's get real on how to do so. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of the Personal Growth Project podcast. I love this episode because today we're going to be talking about why you need to get over yourself, and in other words, why you need to get over your ego and communicate vulnerably with people. Because vulnerability is something that isn't often talked about in terms of self-improvement, but it's something that makes such a huge difference in your everyday life. So I can't wait to get into the benefits of it, and let's just get right into it. I'm just going to start off by saying that your ego is going to be the number one thing that will hold you back from getting where you want to go in life. There's so many wonderful opportunities out there, and so many wonderful people that you can meet, but so often... We are too afraid of looking stupid or making ourselves look small, and we won't go out there and chase after opportunities because it puts us in a position of being smaller than another person. Like, we won't ask for help, we won't start a conversation with someone and tell them we think they're interesting, we won't compliment someone, you know, we won't send an email because we're afraid that when we do so, we're going to make ourselves look small, and we don't want to look small. And realizing that was one of the biggest game changers for me because before, you know, I would want to compliment someone in the hall at school, for example, but something would stop me. And I couldn't figure out why because I always want to make a positive impact on people, but for some reason, something would stop me every time. And one day I realized it's because I'm afraid If I compliment someone, they're going to think that I'm weird or I'm a loser or I'm somehow worse than them. I equated complimenting someone or asking for help with me being a smaller person, which isn't true because actually people who are vulnerable are some of the bravest and most inspiring people you will ever meet. But so many of us have this warped view of vulnerability and we think that if you compliment someone or you ask for help, then you're a weak and small individual. But the opposite is really true because think about some of the most inspiring people you know. Most of those people for me are actually the people who like actually stand up for what they believe in. They have a voice, you know, they're not afraid to compliment other people or tell people what they mean. That is inspiring to me when someone is confident enough to communicate clearly and say whatever they want without fearing judgment or fearing looking small. There's one guy I can think of in particular that I met at governor's school that I will never ever forget because he seriously showed me the absolute power of being a bold person and being vulnerable, and communicating well with everyone. So I remember the first day I got to governor's school, my parents and I were unloading my stuff in my room and we were going back out to my car. And this guy comes up and he says, oh, can I help you guys with your bags? And I assumed he was a staff member because, I mean, who else would be asking like to help out, right? It's so uncommon when you see people who go that out of their way to help others. 
So I was like, wow, I mean, I was really blown away by that interaction. And then the next time I saw the guy, I realized he was with his dad. And he was actually a student at the governor's school that I was going to. And it blew my mind because I've just never seen anyone be so like outgoing and vulnerable and like willing to be bold in that way. Um, And this guy throughout the entire course of governor's school was just the most outgoing, bold person, but like in the most inspiring way to me. Every single day, he would talk to almost everyone at the governor's school. Like, I used to be a pretty big introvert, but even then, he always talked to me every single day. Like, he would come up to me and he would ask me how my day was going. He would give me genuine compliments, and he did it for every single person at the governor's school. And one of the most powerful things that I ever saw was we had this weekly practice where we would write two thank you cards. So they could be to anyone in the governor's school, but you only had to write two. Well, I think on one of the weeks, this guy wrote a thank you note to every single person in the governor's school. He stayed up all night, you know, writing these cards for people, and he just genuinely cared so much about getting them out to everyone. And even, like, the people that he wasn't really that close with or that he didn't really talk to, like, you know, people who are kind of in a different genre, he still wrote every single one of them a thank you card. And I just, you know, as an introvert, seeing someone go so far from the way I would act and, like, being so bold and brave and willing to love other people unapologetically, honestly, I think that will stick with me forever. And, you know, just seeing how well-received it was by everyone, just how kind he was, really showed me that a lot of the times when we fear reaching out and showing people love because of our egos, it is ridiculous because 99% of the time, people will think highly of you when you do get over your ego and show them love. I mean, this guy, I don't think anyone said anything bad about him. Everyone just mutually loved him because he was so vulnerable and bold and willing to love every single person. Like, genuinely, you could tell that he really meant everything. And it's people like that who are just the most inspirational. And maybe I'll have to send him this podcast episode. But honestly... I'm so glad that God put that guy in my life and had him go to governor's school because had I never met someone like that, I think I would still be afraid to reach out and be vulnerable. And I share this story with you guys because it's one of the most powerful examples of what a vulnerable, bold person looks like. The goal for us is to be confident enough in ourselves that we're not afraid to show people love. I hear all the time in the self-improvement niche, oh, you should be strict, you should cut people off instantly if they do you wrong, you should not communicate with people, just ghost them, but I find that so immature, and I think that that is deep insecurity. I think that real security is being okay with communicating with people clearly. I don't see how it's secure to cut people off because you don't want to get hurt without communicating first. I will make it clear, I do believe that you should let go of things. I just let go of a friendship yesterday, and it was a difficult decision to make, but I believe that 
First, you should communicate if something is not to your liking, like if someone is not treating you the way that you want to be treated and it's hurting you, you have to communicate. That's part of getting over your ego. You can't just silently cut people off and burn all your bridges because I used to do that. I can tell you right now that it is not the way to go because you will lose so many wonderful friendships and hurt so many wonderful people if you can't get over your ego and communicate. I will say there's one friendship that I've had on and off for the past few years. And you know, the first year we were friends, we never really could communicate well. We just, we both weren't secure enough to openly communicate. And so we would get into little arguments and we would, you know, ignore each other and have fights all the time. But eventually, you know, we both matured and we learned to communicate openly. And had I cut off that person and had I, you know, followed the advice to be toxic and just silently cut them off and never speak again, I wouldn't have one of the best friendships I've ever had. Like, it's a friendship I feel like I'm still going to have, you know, many years after I graduate high school. And had I decided to protect my ego by just cutting this person off when they were hurting me instead of communicating openly and being vulnerable about my needs and how I felt, we never would have gotten to where we are now in our friendship and we never would have learned to openly communicate. And this person is someone who I feel like I can talk to anything about. And just knowing that I could have lost that had I followed the advice to protect my ego and cut people off silently really breaks my heart because it makes me think of how many friendships people are losing left and right because they're not communicating and they're taking this advice that you should just cut people off. Now, I want to make it clear that this podcast episode is not encouraging you to always spill your emotions out on the table left and right with no boundaries. I think it's so important to know how to show your emotions, but in a controlled way. So, You know, if someone does not care about your emotions, I have a principle called one and done when it comes to communication. If you have a friend or you're in a relationship and things aren't going well, you're really upset by something they're doing, you communicate one time, one time very clearly. You don't point fingers. You don't throw the blame on someone else. You just say, when you do X, it makes me feel Y. You don't say you always make me feel bad about myself, you're such an awful person, I can't believe you would do this, because that's going to put their defenses up and you're not going to get anything out of that conversation. You have to do it from an open heart and you have to do it in a way where you're giving them an opportunity to make things right. Be very careful about the way you phrase your frustrations because sometimes it's easy to say things in a way where you're not giving them a chance to turn things around because You're saying, like, this is an end-all, be-all, that they're just a bad person. For example, let's say someone every once in a while makes comments that you perceive to be kind of passive-aggressive towards what you do. I will say this did actually happen to me, so it's a good example. If this happens, what you don't want to do is say, you always make me feel so belittled, and honestly, I'm really tired of it. I want better for myself. Because I've done that before, well, not with this situation, but before I've said, like, a resolute, I want better, or like, you know, 
I think that it's time that we kind of let this thing go. I've said resolute things like that before, and that is the opposite of what you want to do, because how are they going to be able to fix things if you're making it sound like it's done? If you've already made it sound like you think that they're a bad person and there's nothing that will change that, then yeah, the conversation is going to fall apart, they're probably not going to be very apologetic, and you're just going to lose a friendship. What you want to do instead, and what I did, this was like a huge moment of growth for me because I, for one of the first times in my life, I'd read this book called, I think it's called Daring Greatly by Brene Brown, and it was such a beautiful book about being able to be vulnerable and emotionally connect with people and communicate in an authentic way. I will try to link it in the show notes if I remember because it's a wonderful book. But I had read this book about communication, so I was learning to practice being vulnerable and communicating my needs. And I texted this person. I said, hey, you know, today I didn't like the way you talked about what I do. You know, I have a lot of respect for you as a person, and I think so highly of you, comma, and it hurts my feelings to think that you don't think as highly of me. That was what I said. Like, it was mature. It didn't point fingers. It didn't say you're a bad person. It communicated that I was hurt because I think highly of them, and I was worried they didn't think the same of me. It was very, it was just, you know, a perfectly crafted message. And they actually responded, and they were so apologetic about it. And it was this beautiful moment for me because I realized, like, my initial tendency when this incident happened was to internalize it, and I felt kind of bitter towards them. I felt upset, and I wanted to just internalize my bitterness and just kind of hold a grudge against them. But I decided when I was driving home, hey, no, I just need to give open communication a shot. And so I messaged them about it, and they responded, and they didn't just apologize once, they apologized twice. Like, they apologized once that day, and then I think, again, that night they apologized. And it just goes to show that anything can be worked out, well, most of the time, when you communicate openly, and you really never know until you try. And, you know, had I not communicated openly, maybe I wouldn't have continued to be friends with that person. Things probably would have unraveled because I would have been bitter and angry about what they had said, and... That's just so painful to me that when we don't communicate openly, we destroy our relationships and we destroy our friendships. Communication is so necessary. And I know that so many of us have a fear of open communication because there are people who will take your open communication and take your emotions when you share them and not care. That's the sad truth. There are people who won't care. And as a female, if you're a female listening to this, it is important to have boundaries. As I said, one and done, you communicate once openly and vulnerably. And if they don't change, if they don't show an effort to make things better, if they're not apologetic or they're not listening to you well, just let it go. Let them go. Because I promise that you don't want to keep pouring out your heart to someone who just doesn't care. But that doesn't mean that you can't show them kindness, and that's something that it took me a long time to learn. 
With the one and done principle, you communicate openly with someone. If they don't reciprocate, if they're not listening to you, you silently let them go. Now, I used to burn my bridges. So if someone did not reciprocate when I tried to communicate openly, if someone didn't care, I would get really upset and I would feel so bitter about it. I would think to myself, how could they treat me this way? And then I would usually cut them off in a toxic way. So I would just stop talking to them and, you know, whenever they were around me, I would kind of, I would be icy. I never say anything mean or derogatory, but like in my energy, I wasn't being loving. And I think it's important as Christians that we learn to cut people off in a mature way. And so if things don't work out with someone and you communicate vulnerably and they just don't reciprocate, you can still show them love because they probably need it. I know from experience that the people who are most emotionally unavailable, the people who don't seem to care about your interests, who don't care about you, who don't want to make you feel loved or heard, those people are usually hurting very deeply inside. It comes from a place of them not even being able to fulfill their own emotional desires. They don't feel adequate in themselves and Look, when you don't feel like your cup is full, it is so hard to care for other people. So understand that it comes from a place of pain and not from anything being wrong with you. And that took me so long to learn because with that one friend who I had an on and off friendship with, I just couldn't understand why sometimes they just weren't communicating well with me. And I felt like I had done so much inner work and, you know, I had no issue communicating openly and being vulnerable, but when I would be vulnerable and share my emotions, you know, I could tell that there was a part of them that wanted to open up and also communicate vulnerably, but they just couldn't. And it became so exhausting for me to have things be so one-sided and to constantly communicate vulnerably but never receive any of that same emotional depth back. And I eventually realized it's because they were struggling. They were not in a good place. And, you know, as we both matured and as they started to get their life in order, our communication did improve. And it just goes to show that when people don't communicate well with you or are selfish in the way that they deal with your needs... You don't have to take it personally, and I promise you, it's nothing wrong with you. So this week, I really want to challenge you to get over yourself, get over your ego, and communicate vulnerably and openly with people. Be bold. Be like that guy at governor's school. Show everyone love. Even if you feel like they might not reciprocate it, still show people love. You don't have to be emotionally attached in order to show people love. And even if people aren't communicating back with you well, you can still be kind to them. You can still show them the kindness that their heart needs. Don't be afraid to compliment people. If you like something about someone, tell them. I can't count the number of times that I've reached out to someone just to say something nice that I've thought about them, and it's actually made their day. Like, they'll tell me, oh, I really needed to hear that. I've been having a rough week. And it really makes me think that when you have those gut urges to connect with someone or tell someone something nice, it's usually because they need it. So never ignore your gut. Always communicate boldly, and I guarantee 
it's going to bring you positive results more than it will bring you any sort of judgment. Don't be afraid of people thinking you're weird for asking for opportunities or giving compliments. It doesn't make you smaller. It makes you bold. It makes you brave. It makes you very strong. It makes you the bigger person. And when you're vulnerable, that is one of the greatest superpowers you can have because it means that you are secure in who you are. So take big leaps this week. Be vulnerable. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, and I'll see you next week. Oh, also, don't be afraid to tell people that you love them and appreciate them. I probably should have mentioned that, but I just have to say, we don't tell each other that we love each other enough. So, tell someone that you love them today. Give someone a hug. It'll make their day.